What's up? I'm Michelle. And I'm Alondra. And, and welcome. It, it's a, welcome. It's <laughs> another late <laughs> night. <laughs> it's an, That's right. It's another late night. So we've been talking offline, right, about a lot of things. And I know that one of the things that you did um, in the past week, it took you about a week, right? Maybe. To, uh, to read all the, the, I'm, we're talk, I'm oh, talking yeah, the about GOP? Yeah. the GOP platform. It took you about a week, but you went through and you like read the four whole four days. Yeah. You went through and you did TikToks, like, was it three minute TikToks? Mm -hmm. You have every single one's under three minutes. Everyone under three minutes discussing the GOP platform. So tell me, what have you learned, Michelle? <laughs> oh, man, I didn't know we were going <laughs> to jump straight to this. I thought we were going to keep this one light. With okay. Some other we can keep, no, we, we can keep, we can keep it, we, we can keep it light. really okay. deep. We, no, let's, no. Just, we can, let's just keep this one light. Let's just get, let's just keep it light. Okay. Just, just high level. What did, what, what was it that you kind of like learned from just reading the, the GOP platform? What are the things that concern you? Some like of the that things you, that concern me are removing, removing the rights of people. Mm -hmm. And primarily those being women and people of the LGBTQ plus. Mm -hmm. Those are the primary first step ones. Um, some of those would be that only heterosexual individuals and couples will be allowed to adopt children. Um, only heterosexual people will be allowed to be married. Um, another one that kind of concerns me is that religions, depending on what their doctrine says, um, can marry whatever their doctrine says. Uh -huh. So if their doctrine allows them to marry certain aged girls, they will be allowed to. Um, there was um, some profiling that they would like to do with people of Muslim descent. And they called that reasonable profiling also to look at removing illegal, all Im illegal immigrants um, in the state of Texas, making a one language nation of English only and children coming in from other places need to convert their language within two years to English. Um, yeah, those those are some of the biggest primary ones, but you know, there are about a hundred videos on my page if you wanted <laughs> to go see some more. <laughs> you know, it's funny is that you did provide some context to some of them and then some, a little bit of a discussion in regards to them. So I think that's- Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, one more thing that does concern me is they would like to remove business red tape basically and uh remove and i know we've talked about this before but um wage requirements they also want to repeal the lacy act um the jefferson amendment which uh has to do with churches being able to donate to politicians they want mm -hmm. to completely abolish the johnson the is it the jefferson amendment i think it's the jefferson amendment um 
and allow churches to donate to politicians with any amount they would like. And that's not just churches, it includes all 501c3s, um, but they would still like them to all remain tax exempt. Oh, so. wow. So it just seems like there was a lot going on with that GOP. And where can people find it to read it if they want to read it on their own to figure out what's going on with that platform? Yep, they can find it at um, texasgop.org. And they can find it. I forget what tab it's under, but if they just Google Texas GOP 2022 platform, they should be able to find it. Okay. And has, has the Democratic Party put out their platform yet? Um, I am not sure, but that is on my agenda to read soon along with the Constitution. So. Good. I think it's. To do. I think it's important, Michelle, that you, I mean, at least you give people information. Mm -hmm. They know what they're voting for. And I think at the end of the day, it's important that people understand what they're voting for and who they're voting in. So I know that we're still a ways. When is our next election? Like local election? When is our next local election? Uh, November. November. So there's plenty of time, right? to yep. review and study and understand what's going on. So yep. good job, Michelle. <laughs> I no think more I, sexual I, education and sexual health <laughs> in school either, but you will be required to watch a humanity in pre-birth video and you will get a woman's right to know pamphlet. Wow. Well, yeah. I remember when I took sex ed in high school, and so my high school had the highest pregnancy rate in the state of Texas. Google it. So true. <laughs> so we had a um, outside of our school, we had a little trailer, you know, the little school trailers yep. um, that yeah. they have outside. We had one with a daycare. So my school had a daycare across the street from oh, it. Wow. And then they had parenting class. So if you were a young parent, you um you you had a class on how to parent so all the young parents had a class on how to parent and then you could be pregnant and go to school like you know how they used to put the pregnant girls in other schools no not at ours so we had a cheerleader who was who had a baby and her mom yeah her mom fought like she wanted to be she had just had a baby and she wanted to be a cheerleader her mom fought for her to be a cheerleader didn't care if she was pregnant she's like she went in there and Let me tell you about the sex ed. So they showed, they had Planned Parenthood come out there. They showed us how to use, um, they had a bananas. And oh, then they how to put condoms on. They yeah. condoms on. I remember and then <laughs> they showed us um, NORP. They showed like you could get the NORP plan. At that point, I don't know if, it, if people still use it, but they talked about the NORP plan, which was like an implant, you used to implant it underneath your skin. I wonder if oh, they still like have Implanon. that. It's yeah, called yeah. Implanon. Yeah. But I think the it was like they put it under skin and then was like yeah, one of the right girls here. who had it, one of the girls had it, and the teacher allowed everybody like to touch it to see if you know how it felt under their skin. And the one thing I remember the most about that class is there was this girl and she was like mean and she got into a fight with this other girl because the other girl was got messed with her boyfriend and she threw the desk out and it was just a full on brawl in that class. But that was, that was the, that was like, 
if they gave us sex ed in that school, they gave us sex ed, like the whole shebang. And then they showed us the pictures of the STDs. Yeah. See, that's what's kept me from having sex the past few years for real. Like, I just don't even care because people are dirty. Like They are. It's, they are. And they don't, they don't care. They don't uh-uh. care. And it's funny. They don't tell people. People the don't always, aren't are always honest. way too high these days. Way they too are. high. They are. But see, I think we're, we're a little bit of a different generation in terms of, like, when I was growing up in elementary, HIV had barely come out. And it was like, nobody knew what it was. I mean, people literally, you know, died. I remember seeing people that were completely had full-blown AIDS walking, you know, I remember seeing that. So my generation was very like, you know, very uh, protection, 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 protection. Then I think when people started getting better meds and they were living it, like, I mean, come on. I remember when Magic Johnson got diagnosed and it was like a huge deal when people started. Yeah, he got, he must've got antivirals like way before anybody else knew about yeah. antivirals. Yeah. And then when it started being more like now it's treatable, it's like any chronic illness is it's what it's considered. I mean, you don't want <laughs> it, but at the same time, it's like you can survive and live a very long life with it. I mean, yeah. magic's got to be. How old is Magic Johnson? Let's look at that one. I have one. no idea. Yeah, he I mean, you can even get there. your. I think he's a senior citizen. Uh, viral load be undetectable again. Yeah, I think I he's say probably um, in his sixties. How old is he? Has I think he's older than that. Seventy. I don't even think he's. In, I think he's pushing seventy. He was born in nineteen fifty nine. What is that? No, he's, he's, how old is he? 59. I gotta do the math on that. 62? I don't know why I thought he was older than that. But he's in his 60s. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He's in his 60s. But yeah, you know, at that point it was like, so then I think people got a little bit more lax with that. You know, they were like, oh, well, you know, you take antivirals and you live your life and got more more relaxed with that. But yeah, when in my high school, it was like, it wasn't like they gave us everything, like the whole shebang. Planned Parenthood showed up. We're all sitting in class. It was the bananas. And you were just like, I probably needed that is- at my school. I ended up pregnant at 16. My daughter, oh, she just turned 18 today, though. She's not my oldest. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. my middle but she just turned 18 today. Wow. Yeah, it was, they had that. And I mean, you were kind of, to me, it was very, because you saw, it's not like there wasn't any girls that were pregnant. Like they didn't send the pregnant girls off somewhere. Like, because it's some districts they did. Like if you got pregnant, you got sent to, you know, like alternative school. But at our school, no, you got pregnant and you were you you went, to, you went to yeah. you went to school and then you knew that there was going to have like your parenting classes and that you knew that there was going to be like they had free daycare and so girls would pick up their kids that's cool i know it was interesting i remember we there didn't was have this... that at my school like, oh, man, that i would have benefited then. from that i did not have Third, that. i knew a girl who got pregnant at 13 Same. 13 i was like whoa whoa but it was it was a different time i think kids are a lot more they have access to a lot more information than we did um 
So I think it was kind of a different time, but yeah, yeah, that's so. They're, they're, but there, but this point, they're thinking of eliminating all of that, and then you just get you just watch video. Uh, well, you're not gonna learn anything about sexual health or sexual anything, oh anything. God, but you are, they are going to make children watch a humanity on the preborn child video and give them a woman's right to know pamphlet. That's literally word for word what it said. Um, that's, that's It goes in more detail about also what is not allowed to be taught in regards to sexual health and sexual education. It's a few sentences long on what you can and cannot teach, but yeah. That's But they don't want health and sexual ed taught at all at school. Except you know for what? that, <laughs> like okay, you know, here, here, growing up in a very conservative, primarily Catholic, not household, but city, just because it's Corpus Christi, you know, it was Corpus Christi, it was very conservative city. <laughs> yeah. Um, that like girls didn't know, they didn't know, they didn't receive that talk, which is why I think some of the girls ended up, you know, being pregnant at such a young age. And I mean, it was the, the teachers couldn't tell. I'm, t- I'm telling you generational because the teachers couldn't tell the students from the parents sometimes. Oh, wow. Yeah, they didn't know. They were, they didn't know if it was a student or it was a parent because it was just generationally, you know, there was a young mom, young daughter, and then that daughter had, and I, I do admire that some of those girls, they did it. They broke that, that uh, statistic and ended up being like nurses and professionals. So there is there is girls that end up doing all that. As a matter of fact, you're an example of it that get, you know, that figure out a career after that, you know? But I'm assuming it's a hard, I mean, it's a hard road. I mean, it's a hard road being a parent anyway, but it's gotta be a hard road being a parent and being a child yourself that has to grow up very quickly. Literally probably the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, for sure. So, yep, that's so it's unfortunate that that that's not something that they want taught because I think it is extremely important that young women understand um, their bodies and how all that works, because if if you're not going to be getting it home at home, where else are you going to be getting it? The Internet? Yeah. Well, that's what they Mm -hmm. want people to do is teach at home. They want you to educate your children. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would have personally benefited from a program where they make you go stay like at some, obviously probably not the best idea going to stay, but like maybe a family has been fully vetted or something. I don't know that has multiple kids, especially for kids that are at risk, right? Like kids who are acting out and doing stupid shit, they should have a program to where well, I say they should, but I mean, it would have been benefited me highly to go stay with a family that had multiple kids because I probably would have changed my mind. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Having a, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Especially when you're that young, right? And impressionable. If, yeah. If they're, if they make you like take care of those kids while you're there and like wake up when they're crying and make them food all day and like deal with their bratty problem (laughs) like yeah 
Um, yeah, I mean, and it's a, it's a different. Definitely would have done it different. I know I have friends who are new moms, and I know that they're in their their forties. I know one who has two little kids. She did say that she she is more patient. Although I will say that it, it's um, you know, it as you age, it's a different vibe, right? Like it, it yeah. like it, it's it's a different vibe. You, you know, when you're young, you want to do all these things, go out, have fun. And then as you get older, you're more, you know, I don't like, how should I put it? Like, it's just, like for me to go out and have dinner with a friend, I have to really like you. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to get out of my house, Same. take yeah. a shower and have dinner with you. If I don't enjoy yeah, your company. My time. Yeah. No. So it's a challenge. And I don't know if I said that there was this one comedian who said the same thing that he was like always very happy when people came out and took a shower and went and saw him at a comedy club because he's not willing to do that for anybody. And that's exactly how I am. If I get up, get dressed, make an effort to go see you, it's because I really do enjoy what you're going to say. If not, I ain't doing it because I'm very comfortable in my home. Same. Yep. I I'm literally I am in this room all day long. Mm-hmm. And you're just happy there. It's your yep. happy place. It's your happy place. Yep. That's how I am. I'm, it's my happy place. I wear I work from home, so I wear loungewear all the time. Right? <laughs> Unless I you know, I I have loungewear that's buttoned up, so it looks like yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a More professional loungewear. More professional fancy. Lounge- yeah, professional loungewear. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not leaving home unless I have to. Um, shopping food, and most of the time I order off the internet. So it is, it is what it is. Let's let's talk. So I wanted to talk about this article that I thought was very. And you know my crazy theory, right? You know my theory is, and this is going to go back to my crazy theory that I believe that the moment men find a way to have children without an actual female, you know, without a female, and then the AI becomes sentient, I think that's the end of us. I really, I really, that they find a way to have, like, robots that look like women. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if men, I mean, some men like kids, but. I, I think, I think, I think it's, so let's talk about this guy. So the Washington Post put, I have notes here. So the Washington Post put out an article that the Google engineer, his name is Blake, I think you pronounce it Lemon, and what's it, Lambda? So Lambda is the language model for dialogue. Yeah, Google's AI, it's language model for dialogue application. So he, Blake says it's basically a seven or eight year old who understands physics, right? And it's like, I've never seen the chat box, but it's like a chat box, chat back, chat. So basically, he's saying that he feels, and he had another collaborator with him, a collaborator with him that that said that that he thought that the AI Lambda had become sentient. Yeah. Um, I think it's not that it's funny, but Google did put him on administrative leave. <laughs> they said, Ooh, yeah, he broke the NDA probably. Yeah, they put him on administrative leave, and he just said that he decided to become public. I was thinking that maybe they thought, like, look, we read your paper. I know that you signed up to test for this, but 
based on your article and what you believe, we think that you're spending a little more, a little too much time chatting with Lambda. I think you need some time off and go off and go on vacation or something. Did so, you, did you just read the article or did you watch his video? No, I read the article. I didn't watch his video. Um, there is a video. You should watch it because he talks about how he knows that it's not just the chatbot responding. The chatbot responding is what Lambda is responding through. Mm -hmm. But Lambda itself, he said, based off of the questions that he was asking and things like that, it was really interesting. Yeah, the argument against that is the argument that they're saying is that it's a model that relies on pattern recognition. And because they have a lot of information out there that, you know, that they're that that they were allowed to that and that he somehow felt basically they discredit him. Now, that's not to say that there's not people in the engineering computer science community that do believe that's that argue that no, these 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 um computers are becoming sentient. Um, but there's others that say oh, um, they want people yeah. to know. Yeah, it's he, they're probably saying, ah, I think you're confused. So on. So that's what kind of pushed them to go forward. I think that there's an argument, there's there's definitely an argument for what this gentleman Blake Lemon is saying, and there's definitely an argument for some folks that are saying no, we're just getting that good at programming and they're getting that good at responding. But why wouldn't they say that and why let him go? Because to your point, they don't want them to know the level of of how good these computers are being being put. The moment you come out and say, hey, we developed this, you just open the door for competitors to know, to try to figure out what you're working on as a, you know? Yeah. So it, I do find it interesting. He, to your point, he must have broke some NDA. He might have talked to a reporter or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, well, because I think just coming out and saying what he said. Yeah, yeah sure. coming out and saying what he said because you don't want competitors knowing what you're doing. But this goes back to my crazy theory, right? As a matter of fact, it's not even a crazy theory. I think I saw it in a movie with Ryan. What's his name? Is it Ryan Reynolds? No, not Ryan Reynolds. It's the other one. Ryan, the one that was in the notebook. Oh, um, Gosling. Gosling, yeah. It was Ryan Gosling, and he had he was in love with an AI that was played by Ana de Armas, the girl who's going to play Marilyn in Blonde. And he was like this, like, um, I don't know if he was AI himself. Anyway. He was in love with this, like, he was in love with this, like, AI, and the AI would do, like, whatever, oh, let me cook for you, let me, like, anything that he wanted, and and the AI had somehow become sentient also. Anyway, so I thought, I would think that if they found a way to reproduce without a womb, like, if you had them, like, you know, reproduce without a womb, and now you had an AI, we're done for we're done. Like, that's it. Like, it's the end of, it's with the end of womankind. Of course, this is in my sci-fi brain. There's no truth to it. I have no data. I'm inspired by, um, I'm inspired by a movie with Ryan Gosling, but I really do think that we're done. Which it's done for. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> the, 
this is not what what are the what are the 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 founding um uh, women of uh feminism uh i'm not sure what are their names um uh the founders of modern feminism trying to Hold figure on. out sorry virginia wolf Hold on one second real quick. Sorry. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Well, it appears that Michelle has left the room. I wonder if she should have put it on pause and been silent. But anyway, back to my crazy sci-fi theory that I was like totally inspired by that movie with Ryan Goslin, where Ana de Armas was like his AI. And I think he was AI in the movie. I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, it was a pretty good movie if you get the opportunity to see it. All right, Michelle, you're back. I'm back. Look, who was it? Who were the, I try to figure out who the pioneers of the women's movement were. Let me see. Pioneers of the women's movement. Oh, maybe modern feminism. Anyway, let's figure that out. You there, Michelle? Yeah, I completely forgot to turn my mic back on. My bad. That's okay. I should be able to edit that out. My son okay, needed good, this issue. I just, that's okay. I just started talking. I just started rambling. So maybe you should edit it out. Because I was like, <laughs> I really like that movie with Ryan Gosling. I get them confused. Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling. Like, they almost, they almost look kind of a little bit alike. You know, kind of like the same. I wouldn't say they look alike. I would say they're the same type of man. You know, uh. although I do you think if it if I were to Brian choose Reynolds between, is hot and funny. There you go. I was gonna say the same thing. Like if I were to choose both of them, like Ryan Reynolds would be like somebody that you'd wanna hang out with. Like, you know what's so funny? So this is a an aside. So I was listening to this TikTok lady who was saying that when she was young, she hung out with um I think it was like Tom Cruise and um what was it sean penn and somebody else some other actors she says i was hanging out with them and she's like who did you think all the girls were swooning over when he left and then i was like tom cruise i, I don't know i just thought other people it was sean penn For sure. i can see uh, yeah i can see him I and mean, i'm like thinking you know maybe the he actor? is like for sure I, or he could be like one of those guys that's like super oh, charming, super funny. Sean, Sean Penn, he was married to Madonna. Oh, okay. I'm thinking Sean Connery. No. Sean, she like said the, his the, accent for sure. It's like Sean Penn. I think it was it was because cause you're right. Because when somebody's like funny and interesting and all of those things, like it's like that TikTok trend. He's a, you know, he's a five. But he's really funny. Oh, you know what I mean. I've seen some of those, like yeah. ten. He's a dude, so he. I think he's one of those. You know, he might not be, but that kind of like moves him up. But yeah, 
I totally see that. I totally see that happening. And then that'll be the end. After that, it'll all be over with. Yeah. Max, I should write a, you know what? I should write a sci-fi um, short story or something. I need to get artistic. Yeah. You know, I've always, yeah, I've always wanted to write, but it's just, I don't, you know how people who write always say like, I feel like I need to write. If I don't write, I don't live. Mm-hmm. I'm not that person. I'm not, <laughs> like I dream about writing, but I'm not that person that says, if I don't write, I can't live. Like people who write, like they keep journals and stuff. Like if I were to write something, it would be something that would be forced. It would, I would, it would be a passion oh. project, but it would be something that'd be forced because it does not come organically to me. You know, well, like. If you want to do it and you need help with knowing where to publish and stuff without having a publisher, I can definitely help you with that. Oh, you can't? Have you published a book yet? Have you done a book, Michelle? I made a, like, hardcover planner. I was trying to see if I had one in here, but I don't. It's It literally was like a hardcover planner that had all of your different um, trackers and stuff in it. So mm-hmm. water, food, your workouts, like everything. Plus it had a schedule and a calendar and all of the things and it was hardback. So it's for you to be, and it had journal pages in it. So it's literally for you to track your entire life in and actually keep. It was hardcover. Oh, Um, wow. So I'm actually, it's one of the things on my list is to actually update a new version for this next coming year. Um, So on my list of things do it for christmas i need to write something maybe i'll write some to your point if i really want to get it published i should write it i should write my short story yeah i mean you don't have to have a publisher you can publish yourself on like barnes and noble or on amazon kindle publishing and it doesn't have to be on kindle you can actually have it printed that's what i did i had it on barnes and noble and um, amazon kindle print interesting you know what? Probably, probably somebody's going to be like, that short story's already been written. <laughs> sure that's, but it's not my short story. But yeah. anyway, so I did find that quite interesting. What are your thoughts on that? Do you really think that, do you think that it, it that it did get, become sentient or do you think it? I think that quite possibly, maybe. Just because I've seen what's allowed to be shown in public to people in terms of technology. And it's pretty scary already. And that's just what they're showing us of what they're putting out there for the public. But I don't know. I mean, I've chat with an AI online that's available online to chat with. And in itself, while it has all the data of the internet, because that's essentially what it's connected to, it's using all the data from all the the online world. That's what it's using to communicate with you. But some of the things that it says back to me is just like, huh? Like, what'd you say? It's it's crazy. So for a company like Google, I don't know, maybe it's so close, it is hard to tell. 
I mean, I saw his interview or whatever, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know the guy personally. I don't know what his, you know, how ethical he he is. Yeah. Well, that's not even the point, right? Like work-life balance, but how ethical is he? Would he lie? Why would he lie? What would be his incentive to lie? Yeah. What is his background? How educated in this area is he? I mean, if you're working for Google, doing what he was doing, I would imagine he would have to be highly credentialed and well-trusted. Yeah. So how and why would we not be able to take his word for what he's saying on what he really feels could be the case? True. Even Elon Musk has come out too, because I mean, he's on the cutting edge of like neurolace, neuroplasticity, using your brain to play games. I mean, he said himself that where we are right now is very, very scary. It is very scary. And I find it interesting. I find it interesting because to me, that is um, it is kind of kind of a if you're looking at creationism, right? It is kind of it's 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 connected, right? I don't know. It's just interesting. I just think it's so interesting this whole AI thing. Um, it amazes me, and I do believe that there's going to be people. I believe that there's going to be an AI. I, there already is, right? Similar to Alexa, but that's more, you know, into like into like Alexa. I think the version of Alexa where you're you're if you need a friend, Alexa will be that friend, right? Hey, yeah, Alexa. Alexa's okay. But I mean, if you I'm, look at something like Sophia, the robot. Yeah. yeah. She's actually learning. She actually is learning. And the last time I had listened to something about her, she had about the mental capacity age of a three-year-old, I think, as far mm-hmm. as what she's learned. Um, but now watching some of her stuff, I don't know. It's really interesting. And then there's also this like AI that I follow that comes up in my feed sometimes on TikTok and they're in another country. I don't know where they are, but um, it's like actual person. And then the, the robot is like behind them and you can kind of ask and talk to it. And just the way that it looks around and stuff mm-hmm. is so weird because like it looks at itself and it'll be like this and just like observing. It's so peculiar. So to sit there and dismiss that something could possibly be sentient, I think we would be foolish to do. That's interesting. Then it'll be like the robots turned on us. Well, if, you know, you talk to some of them, that's not what they say, right? Basically, and this is how um, I think it was Elon Musk explained this as well, that they could dismiss us just like we dismiss an anthill when we go to build a road. Yeah. Like we don't not like the ants. They don't mean anything to us. And so we remove them because we're in the process of building a road. And so he said that literally could be the same thing with AI is it doesn't not like us. It's just, it has a task 
and it could dismiss us. And so that's one of his bigger worries with AI is that who handles the AI and what its mission is, because it could literally just dismiss us like an anthill on a road that we're building just because it has a mission that literally has nothing to do with us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those were some of those ethical, right? Concerns, moral and ethical concerns when it comes to AI. And to your point, I mean, let's just say they do become sentient or even if they don't become sentient, you could have somebody who could control, have significant control, whether it's a company or um, an individual that can hack, right? And and create all kinds of damage. Yeah. But right now the the technology is so new that there's you can't even anticipate what sort of regulations you should write, or maybe you should. Maybe that's something that you know our politicians should start considering. The technology is not that new, though. It's only new to the public. Yeah. Yeah, um, it it's crazy. Like what can be done already is so crazy. Like, have you seen the Boston Dynamics robots? Are those the ones that run like an ant, like a dog? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, some those. of them. Some of them. I mean, they have some other ones that are like stand up, but they move. They're agile. I mean, have you Elon Musk's robot that he just created i think it's called optimus yeah i have not seen him it literally looks like a human in like a little suit it's crazy yeah look it up it's i think it's called optimus um it's wild and i think he's predicting within the next i think it was like next year to have those up and running, and that could be what they use at the factories and stuff. Or in your home. Okay. Right. Optimus. Well, no, for like him, for, yeah, for, for Tesla. Yeah, they were talking about using them in the factories. Um, and that's not far off. And that's, you know, something we talked about earlier is that technology is not far off. And companies are going to dismiss humans because they're not going to need them. So they're going to need them to buy their products, but they're not going to need them to work for them. So it's kind of why Andrew Yang was really pushing for universal income when he when he was running for president. Yes. We already like, have 18 wheeler trucks that can drive themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why he was like really pushing like hey, saying, hey, you guys, we need to figure out what we're going to do with these folks because they're not going to have a way to sustain themselves financially unless i guess unless you get into the tech industry right like if you figure out a way to repair those sorts of trucks right repair you're still gonna need people to work doing stuff like that but there are a lot of robots that can do that shit too that's true yeah but you still need to repair so even even to your point like programming like even if you have robots that can do that you, at the end of the day you still need a programmer on that on, on that end so to your point like needing pro You're like needing programmers yeah capable of program programming capable have of you learned programming. how to code that shit's hard yeah i mean i Instead guess of- it's not terribly hard but if your mind isn't made for something like that 
it's really hard. Like I've looked at trying to code and I feel like my brain sets on fire. Like it's not for me at all. Yeah. Um, and I can do I, a lot of things. I've <laughs> never tried to, I took a programming class in college. It was like very, very minimal, right? It's repetitive. And once you look at all yeah, those, like, yeah, it's, it's insane. Um, but I know that there's companies that that's they're electrical engineers and they just, I mean, they verify the programs. I remember I've worked with some of those guys. Yeah. I worked with a company that had those. And for some reason, that company really liked to hire really good looking engineers. So all those electrical <laughs> engineers were really hot, tall, like just good looking guys as a whole. And that's what they would do. They would go into companies and program. Yeah. And cool. program whatever they needed to do and then fly off, do whatever they need to do, fly off and do it to another company and come back. And then if there was issues, you know, come back. Yeah. Come back. And that cool. was what they did. And this is a good opportunity. You know, I, I know it's a scary thing thinking about losing jobs and stuff like that, but it's also a good thing because the cost of labor is going to plummet therefore making the cost of goods incredibly cheap and be 24 yeah. 7 labor yeah. so stuff's going to be able to be made around the clock no matter mm -hmm. what and so then that will give people the opportunity opportunity to make commerce amongst themselves right like this is where you're looking at what's going on right now with TikTok and Pinterest and all these things of people creating their own businesses, people who wanted to be artists and now they can actually be artists and they're selling their art online, people who wanted to be DJs and now they're DJ, DJing live on TikTok and getting money, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's an opportunity to look at to where people can actually look into what their passions are. But we do need to do what like Andrew Yang was talking about and looking at giving them something to be able to not live lavishly, right? But be able to cover some minimal stuff. And the like companies the are going to be able to because their cost of labor is going to plummet and they're going to be making nothing but profits. So there has to be some kind of corporate tax that comes in at that point that says, you can't escape these taxes, right? Because like right now, companies escape their taxes by donating to things or having uh -huh. their own charities that they donate into. And that's mm -hmm. literally all that charity is. Yeah. So there, there's going to have to be a way to where they can't escape the tax. And that goes to the people. And again, not to live lavishly, but to give them enough comfort to know at least they're going to be able to cover their basic expense of housing or something. And then they can make up the rest of that by really starting to do what they're passionate about. Because the people are supporting people right now. That's what they're doing. We feel more connected, even though we're disconnected, but we're being able to connect with more people everywhere allowing people to donate while you're doing lives on TikTok or putting in your cash shop and they can pay you directly to your cash shop. 
um because we all know like the lives and stuff don't really pay a whole lot because TikTok takes some of your money but people can pay directly to your cash app and stuff like that and i think we'll start to see once the fear simmers down and people know that they're just not going to be thrown out on the street because they don't have money if some kind of universal basic income is provided some kind of health care is provided oh health care what do you think of what california just did i was just thinking about that no i think it's they're doing a lot of things so the healthcare thing they're also doing the um the surplus that they got from you know california has a surplus now of money right they're finding a way to kind of mortgage sort of like rent to own programs that you apply for so they're almost they're doing a lot of good things for their people like the people that are living in in in, in the state of having you know universal health care and having the ability to buy a home. I think it's going yeah. to turn into one of those states. Um, and then there are also their environmental regulations. I think it's going to turn into one of those states people are going to start. I mean, they're, start, they're, st- they're still flock to, um, but flock to because they're so going to have opportunity to own yeah. and the opportunity to have health care, which is not something that anybody else is going to offer. Because remember, there was a now it was like a, a time where people were fleeing the state of California. Right. Oh, yeah, because um, it's so expensive. Yeah, it was so expensive. But now, with hey, if I move to California, I may be able to rent to own, or you know, I may be able to qualify for some state programs and have health care. I think that's going to incentivize people to go over there, yeah. and it's going to incentivize people. I don't know if it'll incentivize um, manufacturing and companies like that that manufacture goods to go there. Oh, maybe um, that's one less thing that they have to worry about. Yeah, which it could be true because if they don't have to worry about health care, right, then now I haven't read all the details of it. But to your point, if they I don't think have they to... said you have to have income, like yeah. you have to be working in order to be able to qualify. But if you if you have that, that there, maybe that's something that they can instead of um, investing in health care, they would be investing in infrastructure. Yeah. Well, and I think that's good too, right? Because if companies don't have to worry about, and this is where we have to look at the morality of the company for sure, because this would in turn give them more profit because they're not having to pay healthcare. But if they took that money that they're not having to pay in healthcare and actually gave it to the employees as a higher income, that would be very beneficial as well. And I think that would be something that I don't know how you manage that, but tell the companies, you know, I don't know, some kind of maybe tax benefit or something if the companies are providing well for their employees, right? If your employees, this is something I don't know that sticks out for me is if you, if the employees at your company are primarily having to live off a of state benefit, then you are not a benefit to the state as a company you are actually costing the state money because your employees are having to live off of state funds and you're not paying taxes, right? I mean, they pay taxes, but again, we talk about the loophole of where they don't pay taxes because they find these loopholes, right? So if a company is not actually benefiting the state just because they're giving jobs to people, 
the jobs aren't really benefiting anybody if the people are having to use state benefits to get food or pay for housing or Medicare or Medicaid, not Medicare, but like Medicaid for their kids and stuff like that, right? It's actually costing the state money for you to do business in the state. Because you're not providing for your employees and you're making the state do that. So I'm interested how all of this is going to pan out with all these new programs that um, the state of California is implementing on how um, it's going to benefit the population. Are we going to see people coming back to California, right? Maybe. I hope the other I mean, blue states take note and do something similar. So people move. Yeah, for sure. I think it's I think it's sad that if you get sick, it could bankrupt you. Well, not even just that, like people don't even go get looked at that oh, yeah. literally have cancer because they're too scared to go because they know they can't afford the bill. And so they end up dying. It, like that's I mean, it costing us money. For sure, and and obviously the toll on human life. Like, was it um, Travis? Travis? Travis Barker just went into the hospital not too long ago. For pancreatitis. He pancreatitis. I think it's how it's pronounced. Um, Travis. He Barker? had. Oh, is that Travis, uh, the Kardashian? Yeah, yeah. Thing. He went in. Yeah, pancreatitis. Um, pancreatitis. Um, because he did his colonoscopy, right? Did they were removing some polyps? Well, I watched a doctor on TikTok talk about that, and he says that the likelihood of that actually happening is like almost nothing. He, he said, said that, that they pancreatitis were... is caused by drinking and like all these other things. Yeah, he said that the there's way... been three cases of pancreatitis from colonoscopy ever. He said that they were removing a polyp and it was in a bad area. And that's, and that's how, and, the, that's how the, and that's how it's happened. Like, I don't know. I mean, it may be rare. He may be the fourth case. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knows? But that's what they're saying. Yeah. yeah, that's what they're saying. But to your point on getting checked out, right? Like, those are the sorts yeah. of things that, that, that even, because I got a colonoscopy. Not too long ago, I'd say last year, because they moved the age up from 50 to 45. So once you hit 40, you know, you have to do your mammograms every year. And then once you hit 45, you have to do like your colonoscopy. But the doctor was saying that you should even start doing that even earlier. Like he thinks that you should do it, those checks even earlier. But to your point, when you start doing do. those, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they, but they, but they actually got it to be moved up. But back to the whole, the whole thing. It's like when, if you do those checks, right, on a regular basis, make sure that you keep up with your preventative yeah. care is so important. Speaking of preventative care, I need to um, do my. Um, I gotta write that down. Yeah, my annual. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had one of those since like 2016 when I had a hysterectomy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so like, yeah, so, so important. So yeah, it's such a, there's so many things to keep up in terms of preventative, because to your point, like if you don't have that available to you, you wait, you wait until it gets to the point that 
you know, you're already in a situation where there's nothing anybody can do. Yeah. Well, and that's something too, like, why can't they just at least provide preventative care? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, maybe we don't have all healthcare, all whatever, but why not preventative care? You know, is it really that hard? Yeah, for sure. It is a drain. It's a drain on society as a whole for people not to have health care. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I mean, and people, when they look for retirement, what was it? Oh, I was looking on some page where it was like, what what in South America you need to, like, in order for you to become a citizen and whether you have health care. So, like, for people who are going to retire. It was you need a pension of at least fifteen hundred dollars a month. Healthcare is going to cost you this much. Food's going to cost you this one. Everybody pays into healthcare, and you get free access, free meds, free this. I yep. mean, I think at some point we're talking about leaving the this country, and also the fact that we're getting more globalized, right? In terms of like your best worker may not be in the United States. Your best worker may be in Canada. Your best worker may be in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, to be honest, English is a business language. Like that's, that's a lot, a lot of the language. A lot of people do business. In. Right. Yeah. Cause um, we've been the dominating force or whatever yeah. with doing business. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people do business in English. And so you can technically at some point, maybe like live in Mexico or live in another country and benefit from that or when you decide to retire retire in a country that's going to offer those sorts of benefits if you don't want to um at, but at 65 you get medicare but let's say you don't medicare doesn't cover not, everything it doesn't cover dental great. no yeah my no. mom has medicare and yeah it does not cover dental and she had to get a uh some kind of skin oh to check her lungs because she smoked forever and then she went ahead and quit smoking And so they went ahead and did like a lung screen on her and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, supposedly Medicare didn't cover it. um, But we also still haven't got a bill yet. So I don't know. I don't know yet. But yeah, it's it's not that great. No. So if you have an opportunity, I think people are going to be taking that opportunity. I think we're going to see probably when gen x starts retiring i think we're gonna see people leaving the country especially when they start realizing that they're not gonna get it if there's any social security left i don't know i don't know if many gen x actually have money um of course i live in like i work in a corporate environment so i know a lot of gen x so i know that a lot of folks have retirements um to to retire but that's in my environment i'm not yeah, in yours, yeah, yeah. not ge- generalizing but i think the people that have the ability to once they get to retirement age um to to leave if they if there's not going to be social security which they're saying they're always saying that social security is going to run out i think at some point it really is going to run out but i just don't know when i think that they're going to be looking at options like other countries do to go live abroad to you know expand right be able to live with not having to worry about health care or you know where rent's not 
where rent's not um sorry where well where rent's not um you know that where rent's reasonably priced like you can have rent for 800 because right now rent's ridiculous it's 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 incredibly high it's incredibly high so it says depending on which study you read less than 10 percent of gen x have saved enough to be on track for retirement less than 10 percent oh wow that means nine out of ten people are not on track for retirement oh wow but that means different things for different people though right because if but you want to less than 10 percent of the gen yeah. xers in the u.s so I wonder how they did that study. Like, are they saying like um, this is from Forbes? So I mean, you can find it on Forbes. I wonder it's if called they said, Gen X: Time to Get Serious About Retirement Savings. Yeah. I, so I will say this: I know people who are ready for retirement and have saved set steadily, and I know people who haven't. So I mean, it just depends. I'm just curious if Social Security is going to kick in. Because if they don't have retirement, but at the very, how much, what percentage of Gen X are homeowners? Because they could always yeah. sell their house for, for equity. Yeah, they could. That, I mean, definitely could for the house prices and stuff right now. But then how are they going to buy another home? Because the price that's where they would leave. The, that's where, that's where leaving the country else. would be an option, right? Like, yeah. That's where if if home prices continue to be the way they are, it's going to be a weird time because obviously everybody's calling for like everybody, but a lot of people are saying that there's a recession coming. A lot of people are saying that a recession is already here. So even with that, like even like people's retirement funds are going to tank until, you know, for how long. So if people are retiring soon, it's going to be a very difficult time for that for yeah. sure. It says 69% of Gen Xers uh, have home ownership, so. So with that said, I do for, I do foresee people saying, hey, you know, if I can sell my home for, you know, X amount of money, I can put it yeah. in a bank and go live off that if I don't, because that, that's, I think the unfortunate part about the generation after Gen X, which is um, millennials, is that they're not afford, they're not able to purchase homes, right? Um, and they're also, I don't know, I don't think they're, they're, they're retirement. Um, I've heard a lot of criticism of their kind of living for the now, yeah, right? And not really like living well, for the later. Well, they don't feel they have a future to save for. Yeah, so at that point, that's where it's going. And Gen X isn't really that big of a group. Like when you look at millennials and you look at Gen Z, they're not, they're not a huge base of the population. So I'm curious how that's all going to pan out when the time comes. I do foresee if they don't, if Gen X doesn't have retirement and they own homes, they're going to sell their homes and they're okay. going to move out. Yeah. But I don't know. How millennials are going to do it because the housing market is is in it's insane it's yeah. insane although i have seen people that have benefited so my ex um sister-in-law did benefit from the market they bought a house and then they sold it and then they bought another house and they sold it now they have a really nice house and they're in their 20s mm -hmm. um 
and the, they were able to benefit from that because they bought a house re really early home ownership was really important to them yeah but well like, i mean it just back bends. 2006 2008 it was great to buy a house because it was crashed yeah. but yeah. right now they're so inflated well they're kind of inflated they're only inflated because companies are literally buying up like 35 percent of houses in neighborhoods and shit so they're inflated because companies are owning them i think they said like three million houses a year or something like that are bought by companies do they still have the hud home program where it's like Texas to get rid of hud hud was hud helped a lot of people Texas wants to get rid of it. It's in their platform. Yeah. It helped a lot of people get homes that weren't otherwise eligible for homes or for, it was like for first time homeowners. Right. Yeah. And you'd be able to like get a HUD home. I know a lot of people who got, I know people got HUD homes in Oklahoma um, when it first started. Got a the good first, program. Yeah, yeah. It's a great program for owner, for home ownership. Yeah. So, especially first time home buyers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um, uh, they hope they don't get rid of that because then how are people going to own homes? That I mean, literally, so they want to get rid of all federal programs and HUD is one of those. The IRS is another one. The land management, um, OSHA, um, CDC, ATF, um, the OSHA. Labor... They want to get rid of OSHA? Yep. Um, the labor boards. They want to get rid of that. Um, yep, I'm telling you, girl. Telling you. Since you can't get rid of OSHA, they want to get rid of it. It's literally it says they want to abolish every single one of those programs. My goodness, it's in the Department of Labor. What are they going to put in their they in its place? Want to, they also want to get rid of the Department of Education and Energy. I'm not kidding, girl. You think I'm crazy? I'm not. Their literal platform is word for word. Like, it's, they're saying the quiet parts out loud. Like, it's there. They want zero business red tape uh, for companies and stuff. Um, they don't want to have, they want to loosen restrictions on business licensing and professional licensing. Professional licensing. Um, yeah. That's, it's it's yeah. no joke. They they want no regulation for them and their company friends to have to worry about. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's 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 interesting. Very very interesting, for sure. For sure. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what Gen X is gonna do. Hopefully, people are starting to save for the retirement. I think it's so important. Even if you give, if only if people give like a little bit of money, it's so like compound interest and all of that. That is like a real thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Einstein said that was what like the fourth. What do you say? I forgot exactly what his quote was, but yeah, Einstein was all about that compound interest. <laughs> fourth miracle yeah. of whatever some shit like that yeah i mean it could make fourth you literally retire ever. now a million dollars isn't what, isn't what it used to be but it could literally have somebody retire with a million dollars here 
yeah, could definitely take that million dollars to a lot of other places. Yeah, for sure. Um, Portugal, Spain, I mean, Uruguay, all of South America probably and probably live pretty okay. Yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Let's see. So, what are... I know we were going to talk about Uvalde a little bit. So, the lady Angelina... I think her name's Angelina Gomez. She is alleging that she's being harassed by police because she actually spoke out against... Um, really spoke out about what happened and kind of gave her experience about what happened in the whole Uvalde situation, which I think good for her. I really do think that we needed um, somebody to speak out. She said that she had to be separated from her kids now because they're just driving by her home and that she has plans. She's gathering evidence to sue um, because of that harassment, alleged harassment. That's so I'm interesting how that It is, and it doesn't surprise me. It really doesn't. Um, and then the the police chief, Pete Arredondo, um, resigned from from city council yeah, because of the public should. outrage. I don't, you know, I don't know how he's gonna do it. Like this is not a this is a small town where if he goes to the grocery store, people are gonna see him, and he is not somebody that's very well liked at this point at that in that town. Yeah, so, he shouldn't be. And how so, he even still has a job is just like... I don't know. And I'm wondering when that DOG investigation, because I, I was told I heard that the Department of Justice was going to investigate that whole incident. I yeah. wonder when they're going to be done with that investigation. It know. took It took forever to get that other one. What was the investigation they did? It was up, was it up in Ohio? Um, what was it? What investigation was it? I'm trying to remember. But it took them a while to get it. And you know how people are. After a while, you just go on to the next topic. In There's Ohio? So much going- Is that that yeah. kid? No, that's new. The, that kid that was that Uber driver or something like that. DoorDash. That is, I didn't... I didn't hear about that. What happened to that DoorDash? Do you know what, so what happened? He got pulled over and supposedly the cops just said for like a minor traffic infraction, but didn't even say what it was. And then I don't know, something happened and he had no gun. He has no previous charges. He nothing. I mean, they literally said it was like a minor traffic infraction and he was like running away from the cops and they unloaded. 90 rounds at him, 60 rounds in him. Oh. And he had no gun, no previous anything. Pulled him over for a minor, like, traffic infraction. Yeah. And so they literally canceled the 4th of July events up there because they are scared. People are going to, like, riot. As they should. I mean... That's super unnecessary. Each cop unloaded like two magazines into him. I, you know what? At this point, it's something's got like how many protests? Yeah, it's not doing shit. But like when you burn shit down, 
then they want to call out the military and start fucking pulling people. You know what I'm saying? And then if you look at the the sit-in protests that were just happening literally the other day, and they arrested this Democratic uh, lady. I forget what her name was. I made a post about it, but she was literally sitting on the ground and they arrested her. Yeah. Like, what? what is... Because it's our right to peacefully assemble in the Constitution. It's literally the First Amendment. The protest was so peaceful. And she was, they were doing sit-in protests. They were sitting on the ground and they're arresting people. So it's like, okay, people are doing it peacefully and you're still arresting them. So it's like, what, what as citizens, what do we do? We're not allowed to protest. We're not allowed to peacefully assemble. We're not allowed to riot. In fact, the Texas GOP explicitly has put that in their platform that they have a zero tolerance basically on rioting and you will be charged to the fullest extent if you try to do so. Um, so yeah, I mean, what what do we do at this point? You know, what I think one of the best things that I've heard so far in regards to this is people changing their exemption status on their work tax papers and not letting them pull the taxes out of their paychecks. Because essentially the government's getting a loan on your money as it comes out of your paycheck each week. Mm -hmm. And if we all get, well, the people that actually get W-2s, if they all did that, it would dramatically decrease the funds of the federal government. They would not have money to function on because that's where it's going to hurt them the most. They don't give mm -hmm. a shit about people protesting or all this other stuff, minus the fact. I, I don't, I guess I'll keep this one a little PG, but I saw this one girl who said not enough um, people are getting these days like judges but um i mean it's true nothing's happening to them you know nothing nothing's happening to these people in political seats they're getting to do anything and everything with zero recourse why not push the limits i mean that's what they're doing because nothing's happening people are protesting but not all people right like because people have to work and so the easiest way to hit them in the pocket beyond not shopping at places, canceling certain things, but hurting the federal government is changing your tax exemption status to 10 dependents to where all your money goes to you every single paycheck you get and not automatically deducted. And I'm not saying like go spend that money, obviously, but the reason most people get a tax refund is because you overpaid the government during your year. That's why you're getting a refund. Most people. Some people are getting it because of tax credits for kids and stuff like that. But you're getting a refund because you overpaid the government. The government took more money of your check than they were supposed to based off of your dependents and how you filed. And so you could change your dependents get that money every week and this is not financial advice i am not a financial advisor but 
you could take that money and put it into an account like um, FTX.us, for instance, and let it earn 8% interest while it's sitting there. And you'll have more money at the end of the year than you had when you started. And then you still have that money to pay the correct amount of taxes that you need to pay when the time comes to pay it. But the government's not getting to use your money all year long tax-free. And with interest, you're getting your money to earn interest on. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a tough situation because it's difficult to determine for people. I can understand why people get frustrated when this happens, right? When innocent people get hurt, and unfortunately, it's at the hands of law enforcement. Oh yeah, and, that's a, yeah, it's a way different story than yeah. And it's 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 happening and. I think people are just kind of like, when is, when is it, when are, when is this all going to end? Like, is it more training? The thing is that it's so, I have to say centralized, but on a way decentralized, right? Because it's up to each city and each municipality is different uh, yeah. on how they run their, their force. There's not anything that's uh, comprehensive. We have some municipalities that have stricter training requirements and then that others may not have as strict training requirements and um, it's there's no standardization yeah some of it has to do with that but knowing some cops and like dating some cops and being in the field around cops all the time oh that's right you used cops, to yeah the mentality of not all cops but quite a few cops is I'm a cop and I can do whatever the fuck I want and it doesn't matter. That is so many officers, not just officers. I've seen it within the fire department as well, but officers more so than fire. And as much as people say that, oh, this isn't a police state, it literally is because cops can pull over people for pretty much any reason they want with no recourse, fire before they really know what's going on with their guns or their tasers. They have zero hand-to-hand -hand combat training, it seems like, zero de-escalation tactics. Like, it goes from zero to 100 at most times they get pulled over and I get it, tensions are high. But if you are on level 10 already, then you don't need to be an officer, right? If you're living in fight or flight mode, you are not safe for society. And so does there need to be more training to help them in situations of more hand-to-hand -hand combat, right? I mean, we train military personnel to hand-to-hand -to -hand combat so they don't have to use their guns in certain situations because it would be risky for them to use a gun because huh. of the sound right so i mean i don't know i feel like there are way more methods that we could be using we definitely need some kind of mental health personnel for many calls um instead of police officers um 
like our mental health system right now, I've had to deal with personally for our crisis line because my son, he was having some issues a couple years ago and he was being violent and aggressive and he special needs. And so for that situation, calling the cops doesn't do anything because the cops can't do anything. And so you have the crisis line, but the problem with the crisis line is that you call the crisis line and one of the first questions that they ask you is, is the person violent? And if mm-hmm. you say yes, they say call the police, even though th- this person is having a mental crisis. The crisis line doesn't come out. They call the police. And it's a freaking circle. We need to do something about mental health for sure. Like that's one of the biggest problems is mental health. Goes back to healthcare, right? If we had better healthcare, we wouldn't have so many mental health problems period i mean it's common sense yeah yeah i think there's a lot to dissect there in terms of information and in terms of how that you know there's just a lot of corrective measures it just so happens like how is that change going to come about like what is going to influence that change right what are municipalities going to start doing to make sure that their folks are being trained um and it's it's so individual, yeah. right? I mean, well, like, from one city to the next. Two clips, like that's not training. You know what I'm saying? Like emptying two clips per officer for, I think it was like seven or eight officers shot at him. And each one unloaded like two clips. That is not training. I, that's excessive force. Way beyond excessive force. I'm trying to figure out what city it happened in. His name, it would happen in Kalamazoo, Michigan, was it? His um, name, oh, no, no, is the name given to Jason, uh, the former Uber, fatally shot six, no, oh, no, 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 this is not the gentleman, that's not him. Yeah, kid shot 60 times, that's him. Mm, no, he. this guy fatally shot six different people. Uh, oh, okay. Jalen Walker. It? His name is Jalen Walker. J A Y L A N D Walker. He's in Akron, Ohio. Akron, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Jalen Walker. You see him right here. Jalen Walker. Oh, look, it just 16 minutes ago. Young guy, 25 years old. Oh, wow. What are they going to do with the the. Yeah, it was in Akron. Yeah, they protest. You know, I think it was like yesterday. Yeah, they did a protest yesterday. Twenty-five years old. Yep. He's just trying to make. Oh my goodness! At For least ninety rounds and at least infection. sixty. Right, right. Ninety rounds, though. Ninety rounds how many shots does it take for you to shoot somebody and make them incapacitated to where you feel safe as an officer 90 rounds like that sounds like a hate crime like it just does there's zero reason to unload 90 rounds into somebody 
60 into him, but they shot 90 at it. The protests are going to continue. As they should. I mean, 90 rounds, like. 25. It's, it's scary. He well, was just doing his job. Right. Like, and I, he was just. I just watched this video. I don't know the guy's name, but he was already arrested and in the back of like one of the transport, uh, like it's like a van type thing and it's got a seat inside, but it's all metal on the inside and that's it. He died, I guess, at the jail because the officer stopped. And when he stopped, they didn't even seatbelt him in and he had his hands handcuffed behind his back. And when the officer stopped, the guy fell forward and literally head on hit the end of this metal cabin. And I'm guessing broke his like spinal cord or something. So the cop came back there because he was crying that he needed help. The cop was like, you're okay. Basically left him laying in the floor, did not call an ambulance, took him to the jail. When he got to the jail, they all treated him like he was faking and couldn't get up put him in a chair and then put him in a room by himself and like four or five officers had to put him in this chair because he couldn't move and he ended up dying and like i guess the story before is like something was going on and he was being arrested for something that he needed to be arrested for from the story that i got like it wasn't a completely innocent thing but he was in handcuffs in the back of the van when this accident happened and there's cameras in the back of the van so you could see literally what happened and yeah i mean no help was called for him all the officers treated him like shit he couldn't stand up he couldn't move he was telling them he couldn't and they all told him no you're just too drunk when he got to the jail and they were taking him to the jail cell, they kept telling him, you're just too drunk, that's all. And they ended up putting him in like one of those chairs that you can take them in. And then they left him in a cell and he died. That's what I got from it. There's like, certainly, so there's a certain level of empathy, I think when you have to have when you're a public servant. I mean, that's, that's I don't know if they used to refer to if they still refer to folks who are uh, firefighters and police officers That's as public servants. That is You're what public you are. Yes. And in this case, it's not it's not being a public servant, because when you're a servant, you you have to have some level of empathy for the community that you're serving, regardless of what they did. I'm sure certainly there's there's bad folks that they have yep. to pick up. But at the same time, even though you may, they're innocent, they're, uh, they're innocent until proven guilty. So at the time of arrest, there's probable cause, right? Um, well, but I don't know about being a police officer, but like being a firefighter, being a cop or being a nurse, being a doctor, there are ethical boards. I'd imagine as an officer, there's some kind of ethical board that you have to follow, like as a doctor or 
as a medical personnel, like a paramedic in the back of an ambulance, you can't refuse care to somebody or treat them like shit just because they did something that you didn't like. Maybe they're a pedophile. Maybe they're a spouse abuser. Like you can't ethically, you shouldn't treat them any different just because of what they did. Exactly. Because it's your duty. Exactly. It's you got to separate the person from the alleged crime or the person from what the alleged what they they're allegedly accused of doing. Right. There's a certain level of human dignity, because if you think about that, what happened to that gentleman um, that he was hurt, that's a human rights violation. Mm -hmm. Yep. They got zero medical care for him. And now you have the situation and the reality is it's not like, I don't know how, if they um, decided to charge him personally or not made him personally liable or not, you know, it's insane. There's, there is a, a huge problem in our police force for sure. One of that problem is there is a bunch of white supremacists in it. For sure, without a doubt. It's completely sad. It's sad. A very hurt. Well, I did not, I did had not kept up with the news and I didn't realize until you mentioned the Uber driver. I spent a little bit of time reading the article, but very sad. So let's talk about, I was going to say something lighter, but it's not lighter. Jelaine Maxwell. It's a deep week. <laughs> it's a deep week. Deep. Jelaine Maxwell and her getting, did she get 20 years? You know what surprised me about yeah. this case is I did not expect her to give a statement. And she did. She apologized for what she said. Whether people believe it or not, take it or not, she um, did give an apology which surprised me. She said that Jeffrey Epstein should have been up there, but um, she said that she regretted the day that he met him. And um, I don't know if she insisted that he, but it kind of seems like there was, it's very interesting, like her background. Like if you look, her dad was a media baron and he was member of parliament. Like, so she was in very, very high levels of society she was like a socialite i don't know if he was as much of a socialite as she was or who brought him into what but that's a very interesting it does go all the way back to her daddy yeah Yeah. for sure and he passed under mysterious circumstances and i'm and i don't think they released the complete list of the people that were on his plane on the log. I know that. Yeah, they didn't at all. There was a lot of celebrities on there. A lot of celebrities. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. In some of them. Well, like if you're in there once. What if, you, what if you just went there and you know. But who knows. I don't know what but they were doing. Know. I don't know what they what were they doing. What were they doing. Were they going to his island. Or he was like hey I'm going to give you a ride home. And then you just automatically just went on your plane. You know what I mean. There's yeah, a big so difference then- between. The black book, I think, is the flight log. Okay. 
Because if somebody yeah. says, hey, I'll take you, where are you going? You want to go to New York? Hey, I can jump on your plane. We're in California, New York. There's a big difference, right? I was just, I just so happened to write in. I wonder how, I, I'm, no, I'm sure we're never going to get what context it's in, right? Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a big difference on somebody who flew once to somebody, well, I mean, who flew once, like from oh. New, you know, who took a flight from like New York to, you know, California to New York because I could get a ride with this guy. Or yeah, I don't know if actually, it was the flight log to the island. Exactly, I don't know if it was a yeah. flight log to the island. So because because they have like all these celebrities are on there, and it's like, man, I didn't know I was riding with this guy. You know, what I mean? like he just took me from New York to California, or if it was a flight log from where he lived to California. That they've never really to the island. That that they've never really clarified. You know? Yeah, I'd imagine though if you were who you were and you were doing all of those things that you kept really good notes on who bought what kid and who did what with them because they live in a blackmail circle so you know there's gotta be notes on all of that all of it and you know they've got it and they are not gonna let that out at all so you think she uh, you think that they her Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine made, made their money off of blackmailing people I don't know if they made it off of blackmailing people I think they made it off of trafficking but I think they kept notes just so they had receipts if anybody ever wanted to come out and throw them under the bus yeah yeah, I've heard that. The I've heard that theory. I've also heard that theory that there were certain gifts given to Jeffrey, like in the turn in, in real estate and things of that nature yeah. that were like, why would this person give him a gift? Why would this person give you yeah. a million dollar, you know, unless you're like a great business or insider? Right. Well, that's what they're saying, that those gifts were buying favors mm. of kids and things. So maybe even other degrees of like even the kids. I saw a documentary on um it was on Netflix as a matter of fact, and it had these young girls that what was sad about it, the young girls, because there were some that they would take on the trips with them that had to look a certain way. And then there was some that he just had an appetite for that he would have these other high school girls recruit and say, hey, come over. Well, they'll give you X amount of money. You don't have to do anything, which they, you know, oh, no, you're just going to be there. But Atmosphere, there was this one. Yeah. yeah. And there was this one girl. And it's so funny because the girls that they did terrorize, a lot of them, not the ones that they took because they only took certain girls. I think you had to have a certain look for them to take certain girls. Um on the plane right to the island and all of those but the ones that he would take to his miami house it was like crossing a bridge so a lot of them were, came from very low social economic levels yeah so it was the whole thing just hearing these ladies testimony was heartbreaking because not only they were young women that were a lot of times abused before then but then 
these two people took advantage of him. And it's funny because there's this one girl, she would actively recruit him. She was crying and saying, I would actively get girls to go over there with me. Yeah. And um, it was it was incredibly sad. I hope that some of those ladies get closure, but I can see that that was traumatizing, like completely traumatizing. Yeah, it's crazy that she only got 20 years and R. Kelly got 30, but yet she's done way more shit than R. Kelly has because like he was just using these people for himself, those girls that he was messing with, right? Like he was using them for himself. Ghislaine was getting girls for people for other people multiple over years kidnapping people like and she got 20 and i I, think she gets to come up for parole like in 15 or some shit like that yeah i don't know the details of r kelly do you know if he's gonna be able to come up for parole the same way as jillian do you think he so you do you really think that he got um that you feel that he got more Okay, so I will say this. They both did horrible things. Sure. But do you think that because, um, do you think that R. Kelly got a higher sentence than Jelaine because Jelaine was a white female? Mm-mm. And R. Kelly is a it's black because male? Because she has dirt on people that r kelly ain't got dirt on nobody like he's just r kelly he was not working with high profile other people and all these things he was just getting these girls and sleeping with underage girls and stuff like that so you don't think that there was a yeah like her stuff if you look at what the maximum penalties were for the stuff that she was charged with like the math is not mathing at all 30 to 50 i think they wanted to give her yeah was yeah and she got that's like 10 years what she should have got was 30 to 50 and she ended up getting 20. so you think she used her connections oh i don't even know if it was connections i think that there are so many people so high up that are involved with that that she didn't have to do shit. she just sat back and let everybody else try to keep the quiet right like there i'm sure so many politicians that are involved there's judges there's so many people that supposedly went over there but i don't think she really had to do anything as long as she didn't share the notebook they would get her comfy because i mean for all the years that she did it not only supposedly was there sex trafficking, but supposedly children have been murdered. Oh, I didn't read that. Right. Well, that's what they say happens, right? At Epstein's Island is some of these kids are killed for their blood and stuff like that. So, I didn't I mean, hear any of that. Yeah. I, the, I only heard from the, the only information that I got was really from the documentary where the victims came out and discuss, you know, said that, but I didn't hear, I don't recall hearing any of the victims said that they witnessed anything like that. Yeah. What well, comes back to the whole conspiracy with like the adrenochrome and stuff like that, but that rich people are not just buying children to 
do those time of you know sexual favors with but they're also getting them and people are buying them to kill them um just for the sport of it just for the fun of it um yeah I have I mean, heard of that a... conspiracy theory. I have heard of it, but I i mean, I yeah. don't know. I mean, Lane's case, I didn't see it like just objectively, like all I heard was really the victims from that Netflix documentary talking about that. Yeah, like, about but I'm sure there's so many more after all the years that this has happened, you know, there's even a case, I forget where the little girl was kidnapped from, and I don't know if they ever solved it, but the person because they drew like a picture of the suspect or whatever. The suspect looks just like Delane Maxwell from the sketch that they did. Um, I'll have to look it up, but there was some little girl that was kidnapped. I want to think it was somewhere in Europe. And the sketch of the person looks like Delane Maxwell. There was one where there was one where a little girl was taken from her hotel, but I think they found who that person was through DNA evidence. And it was somebody that was living near there who had a history of um, that. But with Jelaine, do you think so? There, she was saying that they were threatening her in Madeline prison. McCann. So the girl's name was Madeline McCann. And then the sketch this is back in so this article was written in 2020 but yeah was it I in mean, portugal portugal yeah this is the one i was talking about i think they found it yeah i think they think it was a, a um yeah they they said that there was they they botched it yeah, there was new evidence found. That was like a May 6th. So they found that there was, that wasn't, I wouldn't. But like, is it though? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it really? Or are they saying that because they know it was Ghislaine? Uh, you know, I don't. Going into somebody's hotel room, knowing that the kid was by themselves, mm, there this this situation there was clearly they were observing when the parents left the room. He was a German, but lived in Agro between nineteen ninety five. He's the official suspect. It was so they saying that that um, they said it was this gentleman. I just don't know if she would be planning all of, like, if she was kind of planning all of that. So, yeah, I did read that they had, that they had found some other suspect. Well, the guy is denying that he had any involvement. I think they had some DNA evidence. I'm not sure. I read something. He's denying it, but who knows? I think it would take a whole lot to pick that child, oh, observe that whole situation. Yeah. So, this says... um Yeah, I don't know what to make of this because the very last part says Madeline has not been found. No. But they do find another suspect. Yeah, they went into that. I can't remember where I saw it, but they went into some of the details. Oh, yeah, it says right here, Madeline McCann will just be one of those famous cases that everyone has a theory on, but there would be no resolution. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. This the sketch of the kidnapped person literally looked just like Ghislaine, though. Yeah, I just don't know if she would like. I don't know. That's that's supposedly an she was in Europe at that time and around that area. Supposedly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's theories about, about what really went on in in Epstein's island, but. I mean, the world will never know other than kind of just the testimonies of those ladies. Obviously, she's been found guilty. So they will know eventually when somebody steals those fucking books. And they'll know. Yeah. And opens those logs because once names are released, people are going to talk or they're going to die or they're going to. Well, she did. She did release some of those names. Didn't she say Oprah was on there? Tom Hanks, Madonna. But to your point, they don't say in what capacity they win. Clinton was on there. They don't say in what capacity. They say Clinton did go to the island. Um, it was on. Um, it was in the documentary. They said that, that Clinton got to the island, but yeah. they didn't say. Like they didn't say the celebrity. Like they, that was really. I wasn't sure who who went. To your point, just because you were on a plane, right from one location to another, or don't worry about it. Borrow my plane. Um which I assume people would do. I don't know. Wealthy people may hate yeah. like, hey, well, you want to go again, to Boston to see my plane? Yeah. Is it the plane list or is it a list of actual people that were on the island? Yeah. You know, like, don't know. And the difference, and I don't know. I mean, I wonder what happened to the island. I wonder who owns it now. Um, I thought it was like... They sell it? It says David Scott. I don't know who he is, but that's what it said. Oh, wait. Who owns it? Todd Michael Glazer bought Epstein's sprawling property for $18.5 That's so weird because there's like, why would you want to own that? Because there's literally like prison cells and stuff type things in it. Such that would a weird be some... property to own. That would be some property that you would have to like, of course you're not, but bulldoze everything and start anew. Yeah. I mean, that's weird. I wonder if he's using it. That's not a property I would like to own. Just because of the history. Who is Todd Michael Glaser? Do you know? I'm about to find out. That is Most notable real estate developer. Oh, so maybe he's going to just tear it down. Miami. Maybe. Maybe tear he's just as like, sketchy. I don't know. I don't know. It's That was just, it was so sad when I heard about that and all those people suffering. I, I don't like when people abuse other people because of their... So I don't think a lot of people because of their social economic level or their status. Yeah. It was a whole like sad situation. But again, I was very surprised that she apologized. I was not expecting her to give a statement. She did not take the stand. Of course not. By the way, she did not at all. It was all really the testimony against her, but she did not take the stand to say absolutely anything. Well, yeah, of course not. I mean... 
I'd imagine Epstein really didn't unalive himself. And if that happened to him, why wouldn't it happen to you? you yeah. Know? Do you believe the threats? Because she was saying that they were threatening her in jail. Oh, absolutely. I don't know about the people in jail. I imagine she's getting some threats to sh keep her mouth shut, for sure. Gosh, that's going to be interesting. I wonder if she's going to come out and I wonder if she'll come out of it. Because when she comes out of it, even if in 15 years, she's going to be at 75 years old. I don't know. Maybe she'll unalive herself. Like Epstein. Yeah, there's some people who have this theory that she was the mastermind behind it all. That quite possibly, quite possibly, because that's what I mean. Like, it all went back to her dad. Apparently, it all started back then. Yeah. I mean, this was the type of lady that was hanging out with the royals. Yeah. Who already it's... have their own darkness around them. Oh my goodness, their whole thing. That they that's 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 always that's always been a very interesting concept to me. You know, to they're still so influential, but at the same time they're they say that they're not. It's something that they should have gotten I don't know, rid of a long time ago. There's no need for it. Oh, the royal family? Yeah. Tourism? I mean, that's the justification is like, oh, well, they bring a lot of tourism. Yeah, no. They literally just own shit. That's what they, what they do. They don't want to give up power. It's just power. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They just was like own a whole lot of stuff. So it's, yeah, that's kind of a very, very interesting interesting topic so johnny depp's back in the news and yeah, he is yeah did you see he's got to pay the aclu some money yeah i think he's only paying half of what they asked yeah, for of what they asked for because his um lawyer subpoenaed um the aclu and they're like hey we don't got the money to pull 900 it's like 1900 documents oh excuse me 1900 they documents know they have an admin to do that shit what does it cost him to they wanted to be they wanted a hundred thousand dollars and he's like no way jose well his attorneys were like no way yeah i shouldn't say no That's way, jose. way Can you say that? I say no way jose but yeah um, yeah i think yeah. they wanted like 80 something thousand 88 thousand or something like that that's so excessive to pull some documents especially since they're the ones who wrote the fucking article that was like, weird. He should just that was sue excessive. the shit out of them. Because if if he won against Amber, well, I guess it would be a, I don't know. Now that he has won against Amber, maybe a little bit easier. Probably not so easy in the first case, but I don't think he wants to be involved with that. But definitely, like making him pay after they did that. That was like just let it go, right? Just just call it even like okay we wrote the article sorry about it uh don't worry about that money you know what i'm saying like yeah i you know that whole didn't apologize yeah that whole situation i mean it appears that johnny well at least johnny left for europe and he's like i'm leaving all of this behind and yeah. then emma 
he's moving to um oh what's the name of it i forget the name of the country right now but he had asked basically made some kind of press conference there and asked them you know thanking them and this is where he's going to start his new life uh it may come to me in a little bit. Uh, I think it starts with an S, but I'm not sure. Some, not Somalia. Is it in Europe? Um, I'm just curious where he wants here. to like move out. I mean, heck, he had like a and live his like Serbia. Yep, Serbia. Wow. I would have never guessed that. He yeah. Wants to move out there. But I mean, why not, right? Like, peace out. Yeah. Move wherever he wants to move and just enjoy life. And, and I don't know, like, what, where he, what he wants to, to do with it. Like, he's getting at the age, like, these actors are getting at their age. They're, like, pushing 60, in some of their cases, 60 already, where at yeah. some point you have to calm down. Like, you're on your last leg and have to, you know, are you going to be alone for the rest of your life? Or are you going to be dating these women that are so much younger? Or are you going to find somebody to take care of you and just kind of, like, enjoy whatever you have left? Yeah, just enjoy being chill and somebody who's yeah. going to keep a low profile and actually care about you or, you know, yeah. care about your well-being. And yeah, it's that point kind of like what Robert Robert Redford did. You know, he kind of like, OK, he was like the it actor along with Paul Newman. And then at some point he decided, well, I'm going, you know, from in front of the camera to behind the camera. And he married this low key artist like she was an artist. Um, similar to what Keanu's doing, right? Like, dated somebody that was a little bit more age-appropriate, older, um, and just kind of, like, just chill. Chill with that yeah. person for the rest of your life, as opposed to just... Because at some point, I would think that you would get tired of just dating one woman. You know, speaking of Marilyn Manson, I didn't realize he was married. Right now? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know he had a wife. Oh, well, yeah, that kind of makes it a weirder situation, right? Yeah, I, you know, and um, there was this lady who, wait, let me see, let me look it up because I almost positive I read that and I was like, what? He has a wife? And, um, Let's see, he was married to, gosh, I don't think it's her. She looks like Dita Von Teese, but it's not Dita Von Teese. It's Lindsay Usish. Usish? Hmm. She looks like Dita. They have pictures of Dita. He married her in private ceremony during the, uh, um, uh, COVID lockdown. Yeah, he has a wife. Yeah, he's a wife now. Yeah. Well, her name is, uh, yeah. Did you see her? Lindsay Usich. Yeah. 
Floridian She's a photographer. Mason's current wife is a what? Marilyn yeah. Manson's wife, Lindsay Usish, is a Floridian Manson's current wife. Lindsay, okay, okay. All right, so she's 37, 38. She was born in 84. She's not young. Like, she's hey about now. 10 years. Hey now. <laughs> she's not young. No, but she, what I'm saying, she's, she's not that young. Like, you know how yeah, she's not a, um, a little he was dating girl, these yeah. really... Yeah, she's not like 18, 19. She's she's a she's like a, a woman. So he's like about 10 years older than her. But yeah, he's, he's yeah, which to me I thought it was very interesting cuz it made it kind of um it makes it a bit I would say not awkward, but a little walk awkward, right? Now he's like suing Evan Rachel Woods, but yeah, he's in a he's in a relationship with a um one caller, you know, mature, yeah. saying like a woman, and uh, oh. he's married. So I thought that was interesting. This and I that found that out when I was as well. How is she being implicated if he's the one that's suing for um? He's suing Evan Rachel Woods. So it said Manson's current wife, Lindsay Usage, got implicated in the 52-year-old artist's alleged abuse of several women, including Evan Rachel Woods. Yeah. I don't know how she's being implicated because they didn't... I'm curious. Yeah, it's kind of strange because, I mean, if he's so abusive... I mean, he's got this wife. He's had a wife before. The wife before said that her experience was not of that. Tita Von Tease says the same thing. I mean, there was this lady who dated him. There's this lady who dated him that said that she didn't have any issues with him. And then there was this other lady who was his assistant that interviewed. And he seems to have a type. Yeah. Like dark hair, He's dark hair, white, yeah, white pale like, skin, yeah, white pale skin. Like he has a type that he likes. So this, even his assistant, looked like that. And she said, like, look, I've known Marilyn for. He didn't speak. She didn't speak highly of any of these girls that yeah. that he knew, and she knew all of them. Um, but it's you know it's so. In reality, nobody what goes knows what goes on in a relationship only the two people that are behind closed doors and that's what makes it so like i could think you're an amazing person charming everything and you never show that side of yourself right i don't know what that side of your i don't know i don't know that side of that intimate side of you i'm not gonna know that the only person that's gonna know that is your wife if someone's abusive though most of the time they're not only abusive to one person like spout like guys for instance if they're abusive to one girl they're more than likely abusive to the next one and any person that they are with it's not usually exclusive when they're an abusive person yeah yeah that's true i don't know for so many people and this is just my take on this i think that manson is just a dark person who likes dark things and 
he has seemed to have found maybe other people that are into the same thing as him. And maybe that's why those people have come out and said, my experience was not of that because they consented as adults to have whatever style relationship it was. Um, if it was dark things, maybe they didn't consider it abuse because they too consented to whatever was going on, right? It was a mutual darkness, we'll call it, for instance. Because, I mean, to have the current wife not coming out and saying anything and taking the opportunity to divorce him if that was going on, right? For all the Me Too's coming out. I don't know. I That would be one where instead of people, again, just ruining his life over it, I think should be heard because the story sounds very familiar with her telling it. Like literally almost word for word of what we heard from Amber. So, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know because it is an industry that, and I think it would be different. It would, would be coming from somebody that I would call like a civilian, right? In terms of not in the entertainment industry, it would hit a little bit differently, but being in that industry, not, not we're not in that industry, but knowing how that industry works and how like bad publicity, good publicity is publicity. Yeah. You know, sure. it doesn't matter. It's very, it's very concerning. And I hate to say it, but because of Amber, it's, it's making people because of Amber and people who lit work in that entertainment industry, it's becoming like, People are not as, you know. You can't cancel it as easy. You're going to have yeah, to prove your story a little more. Exactly. Exactly. Now, if it was in a, it was, if it was another situation, because I don't think it impacts, I really don't think that it's going to impact like all women, normal like people. they're saying that, they, but I don't think it's going to impact normal people as much as it's going to impact somebody who's. Yeah. Um, the people are going to have to have the money to fight it. Right. So a normal guy is going to have to have the money to pay for a really good lawyer to fight the case of something like that, for sure. Yeah. And in 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 these there. I don't know, it's just hard because Evan Rachel Woods was so young and Marilyn was so much older and what she may have what she may have thought was okay at the time. In hindsight, she says, I wasn't okay with this. But at the same time, it's like, why would you wait so long to say something? Um, But she came out with a statement after they split up, basically praising him and talking about how good their relationship was. Like, I don't know. Like, why would you make a statement like that? You know, after y'all split up, if it was so terrible and you were abused, why not just let it go? why make the effort to come out and say how good it was and that them splitting up had nothing to do with any kind of anything. I don't know. I just, I've been listening to a girl literally reading all the documents for the case so far. And it, it literally sounds like her and Amber got together and was like, listen, we're going to do this because their stories 
are identical in how they describe like describe what happened and then i've heard conflicting too right because evan rachel wood talked about how she was um what's the word um groomed yeah groomed there you go but yet supposedly she didn't meet manson until she was 19. Yeah, she said she met him first when she was 17, but she she didn't have a relationship with him until she was like, to your point, 18, 19 is what she said stated. Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, I don't know, like I, I need to hear more of it, but I've been listening to this girl reading all the documents for it so far. And I don't know. I mean, it's not looking in favor of Evan Rachel Wood so far. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think it's, if it happened horrible, I'm still keeping an open mind. Um, if it didn't, I feel it was a young woman who did things she was not comfortable with, didn't say anything at the time, later realized, hey, wait a minute, this was abusive. But it doesn't necessarily give you the right to slander that person. Right. Like, after well, the was fact. it abusive, though? That's the thing. Was it abusive? If you told that person, yes, I'm into this because yeah. you wanted you young, to whatever. be on their side or whatever. And yeah, like, and then figure out, like, crap. Yeah, like yeah. That. We talked about that right before of, like, making stupid decisions and then trying to come back and say, oh, look what you did when we ourselves put ourselves in that situation. Yeah. At some level, you have to take some personal responsibility for, I mean, and their learnings, right? For a, a bad relay, for being in a bad relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and that's, and that's that, you know, some people break up early on and say, Hey, this relationship's not for me. We lasted six months. Thank you. No, thank you. And then some people stay, stay longer and say, well, I'm going to make it, try to make it work knowing that the relationship is, is abusive and no good for you or toxic and toxicity can go both ways. Um, I mean, there's a saying in Spanish, I am ores que matan and roughly translated is means there's, you can be in love with a person that necessarily doesn't mean that that person is good for you. Like, yeah. And toxic relationship. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, it's a toxic relationship. So I'm curious how that's all going to pan out. I wonder if the trial is going to be televised similar to Amber and Johnny's. I, this is something that I would probably listen to, but well, I don't so know. She made a documentary out of it and broadcasted the entire thing. I would think that he would be able to pretty much have the court case wherever he wanted, just like Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious what's that, what that's, uh, I'm curious if that's going to be, what that's going to look like. Yeah, I think sure. it's going to be way different than their case, for sure, because, I don't know, I just, I feel like Manson is just a darker cupcake, you know what I'm saying? Like, just into maybe those style of life, and that's who he's found to be with, and then found somebody that, or a few somebodies that weren't on the same page, but thought they were on the same page. And it was like, oh, shit, hold on a minute. Um, You're into that? 
because because to your right, there's situations where people aren't compatible in that sense of intimacy, right? Like, and that's Some where think it's a joke, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you're into BDSM, okay, you know, but don't realize that shit's no joke. Well, like, so you, here's the thing: there's and this is so like, say soft right when compared when you're talking about that but like you're not pouring candle wax on me i'm just saying and that's like, <laughs> and that's minimal and that's nothing and that's nothing. nothing yeah but you're not doing all that like that's not, that that's not but when you have somebody who's really young they may be like oh oh that hurt <laughs> right because could it technically can yeah, burn you right stupid shit yeah yeah it can burn you. And then you're like doing like, oh, I'm not into that. But let me tell you, you're not doing that. Like, I'm not allowing that for me. And that's yeah. not going to be my cup of tea. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's about After drawing those lines. Ex, After I dated my ex, uh, my kid's father, I really, I was torn down in that relationship. And so I kind of was just seeking someone to love me after that and thought, mm -hmm. you know, certain guys would love me and if I was a certain way and I just fit into whatever it is that they were looking for right mm -hmm. like even if it wasn't something I was into I just wanted them to love me and so I would be whatever this thing is that they wanted mm -hmm. that they were looking for so I could be their perfect idea of what love was to them right mm -hmm. and yeah, I mean, I've experienced quite an eclectic amount of crazy things, crazy things, like, but to look back and go, oh, wow, like, this person was that, or, you know, I can't do that, because was I damaged? Yes, but did I put myself there? Yes. Did I accept and say, yes, this is what I want to do? I did. And so to look back on those my ex was a different story. Mm -hmm. That whole situation was way different because I didn't want what was going on in that. Yeah. But it continued to happen and I did not know how to leave. Way different. It was complete physical and mental abuse. But in the other ones, it wasn't necessarily that, but it was just this the play of it. Yeah. But not the actual abuse of it. So... Yeah, yeah, I know for sure. I completely get that. Like, that is, you know, something that I mean, people need to learn how to draw the line with. And to your point, you know, they're they're meeting these celebrities. They're very, very young, and now it's like, wait a minute, I didn't like that. But if you're not strong enough to be vocal, I do think that one thing I think is unfair that she is doing is she's saying when I met him I was a teenager yeah you met him when you were a teenager but 18 whether you're young or not that's the you're legal age you're an adult yeah. right you were a teenager by age but you're an adult and I thought that and that was a little grooming yeah exactly exactly so I thought that, that was kind of I thought it was an interesting take on it um so I'm, I'm again I'm still keeping kind of like a really open mind about the situation right. hopefully we get the opportunity to see the trial and see what evidence is brought in but you're right Marilyn is a darker cupcake 
he is he made his career out of being out of the box extreme yep uh he may be into some extreme stuff and just um yeah, or, or he's maybe, not as low profile as johnny was at all no no and i think johnny played a beloved character like people liked um marilyn was scary i mean when marilyn first yeah. came out he, you know he was this, he's still scary he's still scary yeah. although i do see him a little bit more when he talks in his normal voice it's a little bit different i'm like that's weird yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah but he when he first came out he was it was shock it was basically what is it i don't know if that's a genre but it was kind of like shock rock kind of like in your face you saw this guy really thin with these kind of like really grotesque weird images um very you know bizarre and weird but apparently he's a really nice guy the names of what happened in the songs yeah 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 so it was pretty 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 scary scary stuff well at least i was scared i mean there's people would have been like whoa i love this guy but yeah it was pretty scary and now, now you can see, I mean, he still wears his makeup and everything, but he's, he looks like a much older, I mean, he is yeah. older. He's not the young guy that he's first came out. a little bit of weight, more filled yeah. out. Yeah. More filled out. It's looking more like a man, like a man, you know, yeah. not just some, you know, young kid. Rock outfits. Yeah. yeah, young kid. So I don't know. I'm just curious. And now, and he's married which I thought was, that was really just blew my mind when I was like, oh, wait a minute, he's in a full-blown relationship. I don't think she said anything. His wife has made any sort of statement, but I'm sure she'll take the stand if she has to. Yeah, I would imagine if they try to attack his character, that would be one of the biggest ones to look at. But yeah, this case is way different because this isn't about an article. This is literally a about a documentary this is about multiple interviews this is it's a little bit different yeah well we'll shall see i don't know michelle i think it's about that time all right all right good night everyone good night subscribe so you know whenever we drop each episode have a good night night